I would like you to take your Bibles and turn to 1 Samuel chapter 7. And a short chapter, but we'll just read uh, 12 verses of it. 1 Samuel chapter 12. Sorry, chapter 7, verse 1 onto verse 12. That is 1 Samuel. And if your Bible is like mine, page 425. If not, you'll be able to find 1 Samuel. Verse 1, chapter 7, 1 Samuel. And the men of Kirajim came and fetched up the ark of the Lord and brought it into the house of Abimadad in the hill and sanctified Eliezer his son, to keep the ark of the Lord. And it came to pass, while the ark abode in Kerjerim, all right, real Bible pass right over, that the time was long, for it was 20 years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. And Samuel spake unto all the house of Israel, saying, If ye do return unto the Lord with all your hearts, then put away the strange gods and Ashtoreth from among you, and prepare your hearts unto the Lord and serve him only. And he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the children of Israel did put away Balaam and Ashtoreth and serve the Lord only. And Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Misphet. And I will pray for you unto the Lord. And they gathered together to Mishra. And drew water. And poured it out before the Lord. And fasted on that day. And said there. We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the children of Israel in Mishra. And when the Philistines heard that the children of Israel were gathered together in Misphe. The lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. And when the children of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. And the children of Israel said unto Samuel, Cease not to cry unto the Lord our God for us, that he will save us, out of the hand of the Philistines. And Samuel took a sucking lamb and offered it for a burnt offering holy unto the Lord. And Samuel cried unto the Lord for Israel. And the Lord heard him 
and Samuel, and as Samuel was offering up the offering, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day upon the Philistines and discomforted them. And they were smitten before Israel. And the men of Israel went out of misfit and pursued the Philistines and smote them until they came under Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpeh and Shen and called the name of it Ebenezer, saying, Hitherto had the Lord help us. May the Lord bless the reading of his word as we send our thoughts on the subject. Hitherto had the Lord helped us. Father, we give you thanks for delivering us out of this plague which has plagued us for the past two years. Lord God, we give you thanks from the depths of our hearts. Now, dear Lord, this plague that is coming upon us, this war that is causing havoc throughout the world, that men and women everywhere like the children of Israel will turn unto you and see you at work delivering us from the Philistines of this day. Father and our God, please do for us what we are not able to do for ourselves and we promise that we shall do for ourselves those things which we are capable of doing. Please forgive us of our sins that we have committed against you by word, by thought, and by deed. Lord, not only our sins, but the sins of our nation and the sins of the world we bring before you. As Samuel interceded for Israel, so Lord, we intercede on behalf of the people of this world. We pray that you'll see us through this, this mercies we ask to Christ, O oh Lord. Amen. You may be seated. The children of Israel strayed away from God for a long time during the days of the judges. As a result, everything was in a mess. Samuel, who was the last of the judges, is said to be the bridge between the days of the judges and the days of the monarchy. Samuel became a prophet of God under the, after the death of Eli and his sons. The people were deep in idol worship. And they had moved very far away from God. The enemies had taken the ark of God. And it seems that the children of Israel couldn't care less. That the ark of the Lord was taken by the enemies. Long story short. The ark of the Lord turned out to be a bug in their rug. So they returned the ark to the children of Israel. Where it belonged. 
And then the Lord, they, they, they lamented to the Lord, to the Lord, and begged God, please help us. Very strange things happened. Here they were turning unto the Lord, and the Philistines heard that they were turning unto the Lord, and Philistines wanted to destroy them. Who told the Philistines? I don't know. They didn't have any WhatsApp. They didn't have any Facebook. They didn't have any television and radio. And seems to me that they had some spies. I don't know. I don't know whether it was the KGB or the CIA. But the same people who went and told the Philistines it seems as though the same people went back and told the children of Israel, the Philistines are coming for you all. It's amazing these days, you know. <laughs> seems to be the very same thing. You know, um, some people who go, I forget what you used to call them, um, carry, go and bring, come or something or the other. You know, the same people who take news to somebody, they take the news from somebody and bring it back right to you. What, what, some of you who are nearly 70 years old and think, what, what do you used to call it again? Carry, go, and bring, come, or something. Hello? All right. So, carry, come, and them a new thing. We had that a long time before carry, come, and them. Carry, come, and carry, go, and all kind of thing. Well, <laughs> it's been around for a long time. And so here they were, carrying news to the Philistines. And then the same one, come back and bring back news from the Philistines and give it to the Israelites. And here they were, they were all shaking in their boots. Please prepare us because the Philistines are coming. This was not supposed to be. The people of God were supposed to be on top of the Philistines. Here they were shaking in their boots. However, very briefly here tonight, we want to look at three things concerning the story. And um, I am going to be asking the pastor to assist me in. Um, getting this um, outline, some literation and thing, you know, um, in his style. But um, I'll, that's his style, that's his gift. And so I'm doing it my way, and there's no literation here tonight. We're just looking at the story here and see how it relates to our times and the times that we are in right now. You see how much the times that we are in, similar to the times that Samuel lived in, number one, the lamentation after the Lord, verse two. Look at verse two. And it came to pass, while the ark, remember the story? I don't have time to tell you that story, really, how they took the ark of God, and I uh, hope that everybody's acquainted with it. Uh, for those of you who are new, they, they stole the ark of God because they thought that the ark of God would help them because it was helping the children of Israel. But it turned out to be that um, it seems as though everybody began to have the ark. Then all the men begin to get prostate cancer. When they realize that everybody getting prostate cancer, or I don't know what it was, um, uh, you know. <laughs> Listen, get the ark out of here. Take, go, 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 get it out of here! <laughs> Think prostate cancer is something new? When it was a long time. <laughs> And so the higher people and say, I beg all you, take back the ark out of here because all of the men are going to be dead right now. Um, <coughs> and so 
For it was 20 long years the children of Israel allowed the ark of God to be out of Israel and nobody concerned. And so when they brought it back now and they hear that the Philistines were coming, they lamented. Israel lamented after the Lord. In other words, they went and begged the Lord, Lord, please come help us. This generation has walked away from God for several years now, far more than 20 years, and it's getting worse and worse. And just when you think it couldn't get any worse, it does. And it's like, how much further will they go? My understanding is, you heard what happened last week. Well, this week they come up with another one. I understand that they're saying now that it's going to be illegal in the United States for you to call a woman, say a pregnant woman. You can't say a pregnant woman. You have to say a pregnant person. Say, Lord Jesus, how much stupid are these people going to get? And so you ever say a pregnant woman, you go to jail. <laughs> You have to say a pregnant person. No. Let's move on here. (laughs) Israel took 20 years. Took them 20 years to turn back unto the Lord. They finally said, enough is enough. We can't take anymore. And I'm wondering when this generation is going to stand up and say, enough is enough. When are we going to turn back to God? When are we going to develop some common sense? Long time I heard that common sense is not always common. And right now, common sense is not common. They had gotten to the place that they couldn't take it anymore. Sometimes it's not until a person gets into a place and the back's against the wall that they turn to God. When your back's against the wall, what what is answers again? The hardest place of all. And I'm wondering if this world is not at the hardest place of all as yet. When, when, when will they turn to God? So they finally stop and They had enough problems. Don't you have enough problems with your children? Don't we have enough problems in schools? Don't we have enough problems in our little nation? And you listen to the news, and every day the news seems to get worse and worse. I happen to be listening a little bit of news this afternoon. It says um, team unity is in disarray. My goodness, any wonder. I mean... When, I, when it's going to get a little better, you know, it's just when you talk a little, you get better. Well, on your job, when issues just seem to keep getting worse and worse. Well, it seems as though they had enough health problems. The Philistines, they had enough prob- health problems. And their backs were up against the wall and they say, they, they, they stole the, <laughs> the ark of the Lord. <clears throat> to those of you who are new, um, when they put the ark of God in front of the idol, the idol and thing fall down and break the neck. <laughs> and all kind of craziness. And they say, enough is enough. 
And just when we thought that we, we, we couldn't have taken any more, there was enough problems in our finances that bring more problems. And now they say gas gone up on this afternoon. I heard on the news. I, I heard, Mark, I prepared this before the news. Because eh? the news it didn't even come on until what, nearly 7 o'clock? Because they had some all kind of uh, crazy ranting there, um, um, which I wonder if it was really necessary. Um, you know. But anyway, um, <clears throat> because they didn't say what we wanted them to say. And so, me just turn them off, you know, and let them. But anyway, um, <laughs> the social problems. Don't we have enough social problems? Don't we not have enough problems all over the place? You wonder when you're going to start lament unto the Lord and say, Lord, we have had enough and turn back to God. Well, that's where the children of Israel had finally gotten. The text says here that Israel lamented unto the Lord. They didn't just get tired. They all not only had enough, but they cried and they yearned and pleaded and asked the man of God, please, please, intercede on our behalf. Wonder where the world will get down on his knees and ask the people of God to please intercede on our behalf. But it seems as though that the world is not interesting, interested. They're looking for a human being to turn things around. And you see the leaders of the world, they get worse and worse. And you wonder, when will we stop elevating man above God? What they want you to do is to bow down to them. Like this crazy idiot they have there in China and uh, Russia, you know. Seems as though they want. You only negotiation is for you to surrender to me. And then it would be one by one the rest of the world. Because the leaders of the world have crumbled and they're bowing to one man. They need to turn unto God. And I pray to God tonight that we would lament. Pray to God. Number two. They followed the plan of the man of God. Samuel asked him, come, let us go up to Misfian. Let us worship God. He took a very young lamb, a sucking lamb, offered the lamb unto God, and asked them to repent of their sins, and they did. They did. They obeyed. In their tragedy, they turned to God. God grant them the victory. The text says that after all Israel lamented after God. And Samuel the priest gave them the direction. They followed the instructions of the man of God. Right now, the men of God need to stand up and direct the nations back to God. But instead of the leaders of the nation, of, of the leaders of God, men of God, 
turn the people to God. The leaders, the religious leaders, are following the politicians. And whatever the politicians say, they seem to abide and to go along with it. The man of God need to guide the people just as Samuel guided the people and showed them the way. And guess what? They followed. They put away their idol worship and they turned to God and all the whatever they had in their closets, they brought them out and he ordered that there be a cleansing. That is what is needed right now. Not only in our federation, but throughout the entire world. They need to be a purge. You see all these corrupt leaders arising, taking control, and each one of them wanting to be a dictator. And then they're all going to follow the ultimate dictator. You know who that is. The devil. Notice here. After they have done what God told them, God showed up. God could show up for us right now. In your struggles, in your difficulties, in your challenges, whatever you have, whether it's be on your job, in your home, there is no end to problems these days. Hey, and the new one that comes up just now, just came up, your finances. Listen, I'm not going to worry about it. God is going to make a righteous soon. We don't guess, like I said before, we don't get gasoline from Russia and Ukraine. How come that our gasoline has gone up? It's what? $18. Somebody said it's time to get back to the bicycle. Amen? Amen. Oh my. Let me move on. I don't even think I don't even think they sell bicycle anymore. Hello? Your bicycle? Yep. Could you get me one? Could I, could I borrow it? Well, brethren, <laughs> pretty soon we are gonna need our bicycle. Because at the rate at which gasoline is going, and this is just the beginning. Well, you wait till Russia shut off the pipe. Because it's saying that if you don't pay me in what currency I want, I'm going to shut it off. So pretty soon we're going to be back in darkness and you're going to have to get your um, 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 hurricane lamp. Well, I don't even know if you're going to be able to buy oil for it. But notice here that God showed up when they did what the man of God says. Number one, he says here, we have learned that we have to stop sinning. You, you remember the verse? What, what verse it was again? Uh, verse 10, I think it was. Look at verse 10. Look at verse 10. And as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the lamb, the Philistines drew near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered. Uh, that's not the verse I really wanted. Um, anyway, the Lord thundered. Verse 3. Was it? Oh, right, yeah, verse 3. Where it said here, um, um, we, we, we talk about the stop sinning. Um, I missed that. That's not the verse. Verse 6. Verse 6. We have sinned against the Lord. 
And Samuel judged Israel. Um, well, I should have read the whole verse, but I'm trying to save time here. And um, they admitted, in other words, they admitted their sins. And they said, Lord, we will stop sinning. There is too much sin in this world, and people need to admit their sin. And then we are told, number two, they turned unto the Lord, and they repented and served the Lord rather than their idols. There are too many gods in this world right now. People serving the God of money, the God of things and more things, and the God of cell phone, the God of television. And we don't, as a result, people don't have time for God. I cannot understand, and I'm amazed, excuse the expression, but how that we have so many time saving devices and we don't have time for God. When we did not have microwave, when we did not have toaster ovens, when we did not have smartphone and fast cars and everything, and we walk and we ride bicycle wherever we have to go and we ride donkeys, we had a lot of time for church. I walk from Charlestown to Brooklyn after work and go home and cook, look for my animals before the sun goes down. Now people have fast cars and they don't have time. And, and went to church after I finish, cook, take care of my animals, cook everything in one pot. We didn't know anything other than cook up. Now you got four pattern things on stove and you need another one. Something in the microwave, something in the hot plate and the four, and something in the oven and and throw everything in the pattern finish one time. <laughs> and still we can't come to church because some favorite program. Maybe we need to throw over the television and throw over the radio. So we get back to serve the Lord. How come we have so many empty seats here tonight? Where are the others? Where are all the others gone? We need to get back to serve the Lord rather than serving man. The devil is busy and with his work and we are busy doing the devil's work. Not taking the direction we want to continue serving the God, serving the devil, and we expect God to show up for us. God will show up when we turn on him. We want God to deliver us out of this quagmire that we are in right now. God has delivered us from this corona. And God has delivered us from this mass. Yet they're saying, you got to wear mass. I think that people like this mask, you know, so that nobody could see them. Mm. Now that I was expecting them to hear this afternoon is that this mask thing is over. Corona is still tone dead. And it's time to move on with all eyes. But what? They like to be in authority. They got them in control. Let them stay in the mask. Let them die with the mask. Let them suffocate. <laughs> It's time to move on. People all over the world. <laughs> like Israel, 
The world is in a mess and we need to return to glory. Nevertheless, we can say, Hitherto hath the Lord help us. Amen. Brethren, is God has delivered us from this coronavirus here which they brought upon us intentionally. You notice as soon as the corona is over, they bring on this war on us. Brethren, these things were carefully calculated and planned to keep man in bondage. But God be thanked, hitherto the Lord has helped us. The Lord has helped Shiloh of many difficulties and struggles over the years. And God will help us continually. Amen. Yes, some churches still have not opened as yet. There is one right next year to me there. Has been closed for over two years. And they have not opened as yet. There are some Baptist churches that are still on Zoom. This is bondage. But God be thanked that God has delivered us here, Shiloh. Amen. And we can say, hitherto the Lord has helped us. As I was thinking of this, you know, I began to think way back how God helped Shiloh, how we struggled, and you know how we struggled and struggle and we know struggles Shiloh no struggles and Shiloh has seen God showing up amen God showed up when we struggled for three long years and our brothers and sisters saw us struggle and would not even help us only God now, some people don't like to hear that. But brethren, it was three gruesome years. My wife will tell you about it. It was no joke. It was serious struggle in an old wooden tent across Craddock Road. Brother Barrett know the tent. And it was an embarrassment. When I invited people to church. And they say, you expect me to come to that tent, that old tent there? One girl said, we had some real, real bench with no back. Seriously. Polyester floor. <laughs> and one girl said to me, Pastor Maynard, I was at your church. And he told me, Panty, who was going to give me your back, you know. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not lying. I'm not making this thing up. And I'm not coming back over there because I'll tear up my pantyhose. My wife is my witness. I'm telling you the naked truth. And we cried and we cried unto God. And hitherto he helped us. You know, the struggles that we have had here over the years. And I don't have to outline them. You can write a book. Because my days about writing book are over. Of the struggles that we have had. And God helped us and deliver us. Whatever struggle you're going through. Right now, God is able. I'm not worrying about my finances. Because God has seen us out of deep financial struggles and helped us. Same with that God has helped us. My wife and I, God can help you. You just have to trust him. 
and take it one day at a time. But if we are going to really and truly have God on our side and God help us out of this struggle that we are in right now, where man is trying to rob us of every dime that we have. You just have to trust God to help you in your finances. Brethren, it may mean seriously that we have to go back to plant more of what more of what we eat and eat more of what we plant. I've been telling you that for years. Eat more of what you plant and plant more of what you eat. I listened to a program last night and for the first time in my life, I heard that Russia and Ukraine provide rice and flour and we are going to have a problem, a shortage of rice and flour because Russia and Ukraine are fighting. I thought that we get flour from St. Lucia and uh, we get gas from, uh, what do you call them, the, um, in, in, in South America. Who? Venezuela. Venezuela. Oh, this is just a trick to make some more money. I told my wife, if the people in South Korea could eat grass, we could go eat grass, a lot of grass around us, a lot of guinea grass. But I told her, listen, not a soul going to make me jump off a bridge. I'm going to trust God. God is going to provide. God is going to make a way. And people just have to go back to dig the soil. And we should not be depending upon food coming from Ukraine and Russia. What happened to our land here? If we want God to help us, we have to help ourselves. Amen? Before God helped these children of Israel, they had to turn on to him. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. And if you really want God to help us out of the situation here, brethren, let us turn unto God with a true heart of repentance. And get serious about worshiping God. Those people who come to church once a while, they need to get serious and be here on a regular basis. You have people who tell me that they're members of this church. And I can't tell you the last time I see them here. Some people had membership many, many, many years ago. And they think that there is automatic membership. No, imagine you have a job and you don't go to work for two weeks. You still have a job? You don't go to work for two months. You still have a job? You don't go to work for a year. You still have a job? You don't. Yet people could believe that. They could be out of church and they don't even pay the dues. They don't even send the dues. There was a pastor in St. I did not call his name. But he said, even though you don't come to church, just send your dues. Make sure you send your dues. That's all I was talking about. Once you send your dues, you're in good shape. You don't even have to come. Just make sure you send that money. But didn't nothing to go so with God. Your money is needed, yes. But God wants you more than your money. God wants our worship. God wants our praise. And this is exactly what God was saying to Israel. And then, 
Well, you know the story. How that? While they were there fearful and trembling, praying to God, God sent a thunderball. Verse 11. Or verse 10. God sent a thunderball. When they came up to the battle against the people of God because they were worshiping God. Don't be afraid to worship God, brethren. Let those who are opposed to God do what they want to do. Just worship God. Be strong. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Amen. But the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day upon the Philistines and discomforted them and they were smitten before Israel. Israel did not have to lift a finger. Amen. Brethren, we don't have to lift a finger. God is going to deliver us from these Philistines who are trying to get us. Every penny that you have, they're trying to take it away from you. What the Corona did not do, they're going to do it with war. The war they want to finish us off. Tell us about gas gone up. What goes up? Samuel took a stone and set it there. Well, we don't have to use a physical stone and set it there, brethren. But we probably need to stick a pin and see when God showed for you. Call that place Ebenezer saying, Hitherto hath the Lord help us. Are you in any point in your life when you had to struggle and you prayed to God and God came through for you and you can truly say, Hitherto God helped us. If I may go back to that story, you were there in that tent. God came through for us when the Calvary Baptist Church of St. Thomas told us that they're going to build that building for us. Sent us the money, put up the walls and we'll come and put off the roof. God saw that we were going through the hard times and that we were doing what we were doing. There were not those who were willing to help us but God sent somebody and help us and deliver us out of that wooden tent with a polyester floor with some old rugged benches. And you know all the other story how God has delivered us. God could do the same for you, but you've got to humble yourself. Let's put away sin from us. Every form of sin. I'm not going to name any. Whatever you know that you have in your life, Whatever is keeping you back. Maybe it's that smartphone that is keeping you and you have to pay attention for it. You can't do nothing for God because you have to pay. Listen, I have one of those smartphones. And my purpose for having it is to take a call and make a call. Take a message, send a message. Well, I do other things. Like I read my Bible along with it. And I listen to music on it. But none of that is going to keep me from worshiping God. We have time-saving devices like crazy. Like I mentioned, fast cars, microwave that is killing us, stove, and, and, and you name it. Shouldn't we have more time to spend with God? 
Spend quality time with God. Let us purpose in our hearts that we're going to pray to God not only in the morning, but all day and all through the night that God see us of that this mess, out of this mess that the world has put us in. God is waiting for us to turn on to him. There need to be a revival. Could it start here at Shiloh? 